Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I record these when I am on the road sometimes, so today I'm driving. So uh, you're going to hear a little bit of background noise. My voice might be just a little more faint than it normally is, but um, that's not going to stop me from sharing with you guys. I I have something I'm really, um, I don't know, I, just something I've been really thinking on lately, and and kind of observing in my clients and really just something I've been observing in my own life and I wanted to um, to quickly just share. Uh, but before I get there, I just wanted to say big thanks to all of you who have left some comments. Uh, some of you have just reached out to me privately and uh, I know a couple of you have left some reviews. I've seen a couple trickling in and it really means the world to me. Uh, these are humble beginnings for the podcast and um, I, you know, I feel like I've just had all these messages in my heart for years that I have slowly trickled out through my courses trying to do a little bit more speaking uh these days and and now through a podcast and um i don't know i think i'm just really passionate about it i think if if uh you know three or four people were listening uh, for for this you know however long it is i do this podcast it's probably going to be at least a couple of years um it's still worth it to me but uh obviously the numbers are already uh, quite a bit higher than that and i'm i'm really grateful so so thanks so much for uh the support you guys have shown and thanks for listening it really means a lot to me let me jump in so uh the the thing i wanted to talk about today is this whole concept uh, based on this scripture in proverbs and it's this idea of um committing and clarity committing and clarity so uh let me give you the verse uh the the scripture is uh is proverbs uh i'm trying to remember the reference now actually i don't i don't remember the reference off the top of my head uh but you can you can look it up and uh and and google and it'll come up right away but the verse is this oh it's proverbs 16 verse 3 it's commit your ways to the lord and your thoughts will be established i believe some translations say commit your works to the lord and your thoughts will be established. So let me just say it one more time. Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. You know, it's interesting. We live in this time where we are just, we're starved for peace. You know, like our, our thoughts go a million miles a minute. We are scrolling through social media feeds, jumping from one device to the next, uh, just going in and out of so many things. And I know like it just drives me crazy. Like sometimes I drive myself crazy because I, I'm such a scatterbrain. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, I can't come up with the words I'm trying to speak or the things I'm trying to think. It's not that it's just that I'm, my attention is so scattered. You know, I'm, I'm going from one thing to the next and I get a notification here and I kind of drop what I'm doing. I pay attention to the notification and then that notification leads me on a bit of a rabbit trail. And then, you know, five minutes later, it's like, wait, what was I doing again? And, you know, I I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I feel like we are in this, in this season and in this day and age where we, we need to learn how to establish our thoughts. And, um, and I just, I, I love this scripture because I feel like it gives a really clear picture of what to do it's it's very simple you must commit you must commit and when you commit to something 
your thoughts become established. Now, there, there are several layers to this scripture. I, I don't think the scripture was necessarily written for us in this day and age in sort of this um, attention scattered world. Uh, I think that's maybe just a, a nice a nice bonus of the verse. Um, and it, it, it does have relevance in an application for us today. Uh, but I think the, the deeper level of this is actually talking about the double-mindedness or second-guessing. And I think that that is just as important in our culture and our time uh, than, than just about anything else because we are, you know, we're kind of cancel culture. And I, I would say, you know, it's not even cancel culture. It's just that we, we can be very non-committal. Um, you know, it's funny, like you, you, you host an event, you know, maybe you try to plan a birthday party or something. And so you send out a, a notice on Facebook, you create the event, you invite people. And when you look at the event, it says, you know, 75 people coming or 25 people coming or whatever the number is. It gives you a number of people that are coming. And then when the actual event shows up, not everybody who said they were coming actually came. And I feel like that, that it's just a small example that I'm sure we've all been a part of either on one side or the other. But it, it is such a statement about who we are in this society. You know, we, we have commit to things. We, we say, yeah, I, I, think, I think I'll do that. You know, you sign up for a webinar or something online and it's like, yeah, yeah, I think I'd like to do that. And, you know, if I sign up for it, I can just cancel it later. Um, it's like, I'm committed, but not really committed yet. I'm just kind of going to put one foot in. I'll dip my toe. And then, you know, like, we'll see. We'll see if it's convenient for me. We'll see how you deliver on the first bit and then make a decision from there. And, you know, this trickles into how we view marriage and covenant, uh, how we view friendships and relationships, how we view our spirituality. Uh, I mean, this whole concept of commitment is getting so diluted. Uh, another great example is uh, my, my wife and I really wanted to watch the uh, the Friends reunion episode. We're just we're huge fans of the show. And um, my wife was really big on watching the reunion. I was a little bit like, uh, I don't, that was just my parking brake, by the way. Uh, nothing to be alarmed about. Um, but, you know, I was kind of like, well, uh, you know, sometimes these reunion episodes and whatever, they just, they kind of poison your experience of the show, which was so great. And so I was a little bit hesitant. But anyways, we wound up doing it. And of course, you have to sign up for, you know, a Crave subscription unless you find a streaming service, which we were like, oh, well, Crave offers this seven day free trial. So we'll just sign up for it. We'll cancel the trial. And then, um, and then, you know, we kind of got what we needed and we don't have to commit to it. And so anyways, I'm just, I'm trying to belabor this point that we are slow to commit. And actually we are even, I would say, diluting the, the definition of what commitment looks like. And the reason that this scripture is here, the reason that Solomon taught us to commit your works to the Lord so that your thoughts would be established is because if you are not committed, you will doubt where, where commitment is void or where it is broken down, there is room for doubt. And as long as you doubt something, as long as you question something, your thoughts will not be established. So a a great example is, uh, and I, I see this happen quite a bit in my clientele. You have a, a couple gets married uh, they make a covenant, right? They commit themselves to each other. And then they start to, you know, encounter some difficulties in marriage. I mean, marriage is is challenging at times and there's things you have to work through. So they encounter a difficulty. They start to, you know, just fight a little bit more and the fights kind of, they never get fully resolved. So then they're lingering and then 
the next time he gets brought up, it gets a little bit worse and a little bit worse. It's just a gradual thing. But the couples are, you know, kind of, or the, the two people rather are at odds with each other. So the, the husband begins to think, did I make a mistake? Like, was this the right person? Was this the right choice? Did we get married too quickly? Should we have done more premarital counseling? Is, did I pick the right person? And once you start to doubt the person that you've picked, you have now, you have now basically dismantled the very thought structure that is meant to accompany a covenant, which is a firm, solid commitment. When, when you're really committed to somebody, it means that your thoughts stay established. It means that, that there's, there's no second guessing. It, it's, I've made a choice. This choice is going to have consequences. It's going to come with challenges and I am going to stand by the choice anyway. That, that's what it, that's what it looks like. And this is obviously a marriage example, but I see it with my clients going through my program as well. You know, they, uh, they're, they're dipping their toe and they're kind of getting a feel. Yeah. Let's see what the Sathya guy's kind of up to. Let's see what it's like. And they're, their inability to commit to a program and really stay committed ends up scattering their thoughts. They start to question like, oh, maybe maybe this program isn't for me. Maybe I can't get free. Maybe I'm beyond this. It, it leaves room for doubt. And I think we've kind of got this backwards. We, we wait for our thoughts to be established by something and then we commit. But biblically, like this scripture alone is showing that actually you have to commit first. You have to make the conscious effort that I'm in. Find something that you trust, find something that is worth your resources and your energy and commit. And when you commit, your thoughts will be established. Do not wait for your thoughts to be established to commit. Instead, commit and your thoughts will be established. So that's my encouragement for you today. You know, uh, you may, you may, maybe you're not super serious about recovering from porn, but maybe there's something else that you're contemplating. Um, if you're going to do it, just commit to it. And, and if you don't commit, then don't be disappointed when your thoughts are scattered. Don't be disappointed when you feel anxious, when you second guess, when you start to go back and forth and you flip flop on the decision. Uh, those things are a waste of energy, in my opinion. They're a waste of our time, a waste of our efforts. Let's find things that are worth our commitment and then let's watch our thoughts get established and us achieve incredible outcomes as a result. I'll leave you with this last thing. Um, I, uh, one of my mentors, a guy who's really inspired me over the years, he's actually, um, he's my wife's uncle and, um, and he has just, he's pushed me, he's challenged me and he's inspired me. He's a, he's just an incredible man of God. And he had the opportunity to sit down with two different billionaires in the span of, uh, I think it was about a week, maybe even less than that, like four or five days. And so he got to sit down and he got to kind of interview them and, and chat with them a little bit. And so he, you know, he was talking to me afterwards and I'm obviously like, just, I want to hear everything he has to share. I just thought it was so fascinating. And obviously any, uh, any insights that a billionaire has into life and how to do this thing well, I'm all ears. So he said there was one piece of advice or one thing that he kind of observed in both of them that, uh, that he, he thought was really interesting and it really stood out to him. And it was simply this, they are decisive. So when they make a decision, the decision is made. They don't second guess themselves. They don't question it. They don't mull it over after. Was that the right decision? They make the decision, they commit to it, and then they move forward. And this is, this is the perfect demonstration 
of this scripture. It is that when you commit your works, your thoughts will be established. Now, I've left out one very important part of this verse. And that, of course, is the first part there. It is commit. Your, it's not just to commit your works. It is that you commit your works to the Lord. And this is why I really encourage, you know, even people before they sign on with my program, I encourage them to really prayerfully consider what I'm doing here, to prayerfully consider the decision. It's not just that we make a commitment like, yeah, this feels right. This is a good thing. It's that we commit it to the Lord, that we invite God into the process, into the decisions around our lives, that we we commit them unto him. We commit that we will do this for his glory, for his honor, and that as a result, our thoughts will be established. And I can't tell you the number of times I've made a decision and I've had these fears try to creep in. I've had these doubts creep in. And I've reminded myself, no, God, God spoke to me about this. God gave me peace about this. I prayed about this night and day for weeks on end before I made the decision. I don't need to question myself. My thoughts can stay established. When you have that anchor point in the Lord where you know God is a part of it, you have no reason to question. And it's not to say those doubts won't try to come. It's that when they do, you can thwart them with the truth, with the commitment you've made unto the Lord. So I encourage you. Uh, I mentioned that, you know, if you're in that camp of maybe it's not porn, but you're just, you're trying to tackle something else, commit yourself. And if you are struggling with pornography, if it's starting to wreak havoc on your marriage, if it's starting to affect your confidence and your self-esteem, if you've tried a bunch of things and they're not working, look, it doesn't matter if you've tried 75 things and they didn't work. The problem is still a problem and it must be dealt with. And I want to encourage you, Commit your works to the Lord. Commit your works to the Lord. Find something that you can commit yourself to and your thoughts will be established. And when your thoughts are established in whatever you do, momentum gathers and outcomes are achieved. It's as simple as that, but you must first commit your thoughts. You must have a commitment unto the Lord that you're going to do it. So that's my encouragement to you today, guys. Uh, Commit yourselves, commit your works rather to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Thanks so much for listening. Have an awesome day. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.